This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Ohio only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Sports gaming is provided in partnership with Dayton Real Estate Ventures, LLC, DBA, Hollywood Gaming at Dayton Raceway. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in-depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. It's time for a one-of-a-kind poker party. Poker Night in America is streaming live from Studio 52 in Las Vegas. Join us nightly at 8 p.m. Eastern Time as some of the biggest names in poker play in the ultimate house game. Watch on the Poker Night in America channel on YouTube and Twitch or go to PokerNight.com. Poker Night in America is back and ready to party. Well, welcome to Betting Weekly Extra Time, La Liga edition. You're with Dan Robock and editor of Football España, Rory Barlow. Another winning week for Rory. Small profit over the course of the four picks. Big game of this weekend is the Madrid derby. Real Madrid taking on Atleti. We will get to that over the course of our previews. Rory, uh, very warm welcome to you. Just a brief word on Real Madrid in the Champions League. Because they were brilliant against Liverpool, obviously, coming back from 2-0 down to win 5-2. That tie is seemingly over, although Liverpool do have a history of coming back in Champions League fixtures in the most remarkable of circumstances. But plus 600 to retain the trophy. They are third favourites behind Manchester City, who weren't particularly good against Leipzig. And also Bayern, who were obviously better against Paris Saint-Germain. What's the reaction in Spain to, to that Real Madrid win? And do you think at plus 600, they are a value play maybe to win the Champions League again? Are they a value play? Probably. But then if you ask me, I don't think they'll win it. Admittedly, didn't think they would win it last season either. It's it's one of those things where you're kind of betting against kind of the the myth and the kind of legend of Real Madrid almost because it's a side that regardless of how badly it seems to be playing in La Liga or how many issues they seem to have, they just seem to find a way and there's no other team in Europe that you can say has that about them. Equally, repeating Champions Leagues is only one team's done it. That's Real Madrid. But again, that was a Real Madrid side that, as good as Vinicius and Benzema are, that was a Real Madrid side with Benzema as well, and Cristiano Ronaldo, and Gareth Bale, and sort of Luka Modric, Tony Kroos, a couple of years younger. And I know they're Luka Modric, you can argue, sort of last season was playing as, as good as he ever has. But uh, retaining Champions Leagues is, there's a reason it's not been done very often. Um, and I I think it, it's a brave person to to put money on it happening again. But that's it. In, in, on any given tie, on any given day, I think they can beat anyone. I previewed the Liverpool match on the radio and said I thought it could be quite tight and that Liverpool had a 50-50 shot of winning it. In my defence... There was no defence for Liverpool. I thought Jurgen Klopp, I I cannot understand how he approached the game, how he went about that. I, I did not enter into my head that he would try and go about it like that. He basically said, right, we're going to go back and forth up the pitch. We're going to go toe-to-toe and we're going to try and beat you by attacking better than you, essentially, and not bothering to defend, which is the exact opposite of the thing that anyone will, who's watched Real Madrid will tell you they should be doing. I mean, no side in La Liga scored uh, conceded five goals to them this season 
which tells you the teams in Spain are just aware that that's a very silly thing to do. So yeah, I I was perplexed to say the least by Klopp's approach. Yeah, if if it's any consolation, I back Liverpool as well. I thought that they were on <laughs> an upward trajectory, but obviously got that wrong. We'll get to the Madrid derby shortly. And obviously, it'd be interesting to hear what you've got to say in terms of Atleti's approach then, given how Liverpool got it wrong in midweek. We're going to kick off our previews, five picks uh, on Friday night, nine o'clock local, three o'clock Eastern. Elche against Real Betis here. Uh, Elche plus 300, Real Betis minus 103. And Real Betis potentially on the up again here, Rory, putting back-to-back wins together in the league for the first time since September. And we know how bad Elche are. Yes, I mean, Elche, they had that kind of uh, revival in inverted commas, by which I mean two draws and a win against Villarreal. And it was, I think the draws were against Osasuna and, and the other one escapes me just this second. But but Elche, as much as they've kind of improved a little bit and they are a better side, teams have to now compete to beat them, which wasn't the case in, in the first half of the season or the first section of the season. Um, against Espanyol last weekend, they only lost 1-0. It was 92nd minute goal from Sergi Darder. Uh, but they did have someone sent off in kind of about the 80th minute, which which impacted that. Um, so, yeah, this is an Elche side that are no longer the pushovers that they were quite in the first half of the season. But equally, they're still not good. They've lost, their, I think it's three of their last four. Um, Betis, they've been far from brilliant, this Betis side, for quite some time now. But if you look at the results over 2023, if you look at what we've seen from Manuel Pellegrini's side, with the exception of a loss to Celta and and a loss to Espanyol, they've more or less done what you've expected them to on form. So if if they're playing, say, an Osasuna, they've kind of I think they drew against them in the cup and went out on penalties. But based on form, based on how these two teams are playing, you could kind of see that result coming against the sides that have been towards the bottom of the table, which is their kind of recent form um, against kind of the likes of Valladolid, against Almeria. They've managed to get the job done, but not by much. Um, and against the bigger sides, against Real Madrid and Barcelona, that kind of style of team, they, they've lost. So, so yeah, I think it's a team that's kind of playing to their level right now. They do have one me back, which is massive for them because it gives them a threat in behind. Sergio Canales is going to miss this game. But uh, but yeah, I think this will be an intense game. I think it'll be a battle. But overall, I just think that Betis have too much, and they've got um, they've got Real Madrid coming up right after this game. So it's they need to kind of win this game in order to keep pace. I think, and uh, and yeah, I, I'm backing them to get the job done. Even though I don't think it will be tight. I think if you want to go kind of, I, I wouldn't put money on a, a goleada. I wouldn't put money on Betis to to try and really go and stick it to them. So I think Betis to win at minus 103 is decent odds for a side that is bottom of the table and has won one game um, against a side that's competing for the Europa League. Almost doubling your money with that Real Betis win. Yes, I did delve into some Sergio Canali stats before realising that he is injured, <laughs> as you've stated on your Typical. website. So we'll 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 have to we'll have to park that uh, for another for another preview. Maybe let's move on to uh, Real Madrid versus uh, Atletico. This is the big game, of course. It's Saturday, six thirty uh, local, twelve thirty Eastern. Real Madrid minus one twenty two. They are favourites. Atleti plus three eighty. The draw plus two sixty. Over and under, always interesting here. Under is the favourite, minus 121. Over is minus 104. That's two and a half goals to mark. Look, Real Madrid are plus 700 for the title at the moment. They've got some massive games coming up. Copa del Rey semi-final, of course, uh, against Barcelona. Then the league game away from home, not too far away. 
the reverse of the Champions League game against Liverpool is in this current run as well. In terms of the title, I mean, they've got to keep on winning. If they drop points here, do you think that is them done for the title, Rory? Yeah, certainly if Barcelona can extend their lead to double figures at this stage with, what, sort of 15 games to go, that that would be, if not nail in the coffin, then pretty much close to it. And the, the word is never say never with Real Madrid, but that applies to the Champions League. It doesn't really apply to La Liga. In La Liga, they've not been stunning over the last kind of decade. I think it's, what, four leagues in about 13 years or so. Um, so Barcelona have been dominant domestically for for much of kind of the the modern era. Um, but yeah, Real Madrid, it's a, it's a tricky game to call for them. I think I think they should have enough against an Atleti side. That I, I was at the Metropolitano last weekend, uh, which you would have seen if you're on at because we win on Twitter. Go follow it. Um, but yeah, I was at the Metropolitano last weekend to see Athletic take on Atleti. And it's Atleti are a real struggle sometimes. I mean, we, we know that that's always been the way with Cholismo and that's always been the way with, with Simeone, but they're not a side that puts together many free-flowing, free-flowing patterns of play uh, through the game. So, so yeah, I think this is going to be a much tighter game than the Liverpool one. I think Atleti will sit in. A point for them is absolutely fine in this game. That has to be highlighted. Let's remember that... Atleti basically don't have anything to play for other than the top four. They should be fine for that. But if they can turn up and spoil Real Madrid's season, if they can turn up and ruin things for them, they'll be absolutely delighted. So there's no pressure on them, I think. They're going to this match basically to try and hit them on the counter against the Real Madrid side that's been playing in midweek, that knows it's got a classical next weekend. So you're really stretching that squad. You're stretching those legs. Rodrigo is probably not going to start this game, in my view. He's got a wee bit of a strain. Uh, Alaba's probably going to be out as well. So Nacho's going to come in. That's fine. Valverde's going to go out to the right. Tony Kroos into midfield. So, so yeah, that makes you... It's, it's not going to weaken the side dramatically. But in terms of trying to break down opposition, in terms of having that kind of attacking flair, then, yeah, I do think it, it influences things a little bit. I'll get on to my bet, just because we've got a few picks this weekend. Um, it's over 1.5 goals I've gone and Atletico Madrid to pick up more cards over 1.5 goals that's come in 14 out of 15 home games in for Real Madrid this season and I think if they get one they will either go on and get more or Atleti will get an equaliser and equally I think it, I, I don't see Atleti winning this game to be perfectly honest I and mean, the odds weren't good enough to back Real Madrid to win or tie but uh, yeah, I think if if Atleti get one, I could see Real Madrid coming back as they did in the Copa del Rey tie. No, was it the Copa del Rey? It was the Copa del Rey tie, um, which they went on to win in extra time. Equally, Atletico Madrid, more cards. That's come in four out of the last five times at the Bernabeu. It's a different matter at the Metropolitano or the Calderon. But if you, at the Bernabeu, I think it's difficult to see Real Madrid picking up too many bookings. The only the only times where Real Madrid really outstrip their opponents for bookings is when they're frustrated and when they, things are not going their way, which is a possibility. But at the Bernabeu, I think that's just much less likely. So that's where I've gone with the bet. Over 1.5 goals and Atletico Madrid to have more cards. And that came in at plus 130, I believe. Plus 130, fair price for that. That's over one and a half goals in the game. Atletico Madrid to have more cards. I suspect here that Real Madrid 
will have more of the ball. And if you've got the ball, you tend not to foul too much. It's only when you're out of possession that the challenge is coming in. Atleti, just to have more cards, incidentally, is minus 134. So if you double that up with over one and a half goals, as Rory points out, plus 130. Just another word on Atleti before we move on. They are minus 139 to win La Liga without Barcelona and Real Madrid. Bet Rivers have got that market up on their website. You mentioned previously... Uh, no Copa del Rey, no European football to worry about. This is the only thing they're going to concentrate on. Look, I, I appreciate that Simeone is not going to suggest that finishing third is a win for his side. And obviously just qualifying for the Champions League is going to be good enough, which is third or fourth. But with Real Sociedad maybe wobbling a little bit, are we seeing Atleti just beginning to emerge as the third best team once again in Spain? Third best team, perhaps not, but I'll give you one reason why they will uh, take third place in my view, Antoine Griezmann. Antoine Griezmann's the best player outside of the top two in, in the league and for stretches of the season has been the best player in the league. He's scored 45% of their, or scored or assisted 45% of their goals. He is just on brilliant form and the goal that he scored against Athletic last weekend was genuinely Messi-esque. He picks up the ball about 40 yards out Tries to play a 1-2 with Depay. It comes off the defender, but Griezmann is kind of onto the rebound as quickly as possible. It comes into his path and then, yeah, drives through the defence and finishes into the bottom corner. It, it was like watching something I've seen Messi do before and very much for them, he is the Messi figure in the fact that it's about finding the space for him and finding where he can make the difference. And so far this season, he has done more or less the entire time he's kind of been on the pitch I mean remember he wasn't playing for the first half um, first half of the season he was only playing half of the games so yeah I think Atleti with that extra rest with the extra focus you you it's, it's just really hard for a team like Real Sociedad to maintain it with their European commitments and also the fact that let's not forget they don't really have an out-and-out goal scorer that's banging in the goals for them so that means they have to outplay their opponents in pretty much every game they're having and it, it's it's much easier if you have a Griezmann who can just come up with a moment um, in the same way that you have Lewandowski or Benzema or Vinicius forever up the table. Uh, plus 1,000 to get the first goal of the game. Antoine Griezmann plus 400 to score at any time. Check out the first goal scorer and any time goal scorer markets on the Bet Rivers app. Um, let's move on from the Madrid derby. Just confirmation there. He's over one and a half goals and Atleti to have more cards than Real. That's plus 130. That's the tip for the big game this weekend in Spain. Sunday, 4.15 local, 10.15 a.m. Eastern. Uh, Celta Vigo, Valladolid um, is our next preview here. Celta Vigo, minus 136. Valladolid, plus 420. Draw, plus 270. Over and under market, two and a half goals. Overs plus 120, under minus 148. Both have got the same points, uh, 24. Just two ahead of the uh, relegation zone. Um, Vidalid with a mini revival that was ended at Betis last week. Celta maybe a little bit fortunate with the late goal, was it, against L'Areal? Um, What's the thoughts here, Rory? What do we like? On the one hand, they were fortunate to get the goal because it was an own goal in the 93rd minute. And yes, that obviously scuppered my my bet for last weekend, much to my chagrin. But on the other on the flip side of that, Celta probably were good value for the point. They had Renato Tapia sent off with about 20, 30 minutes to go, and they still managed to sort of create a lot of chances. They went toe to toe with Ladiel. They were pretty 
um, they were very much in that game and playing at Lariel's level, which which has been sort of the the theme or the the trajectory that we've seen from Celta in recent weeks. I mean, since when since coming back into twenty twenty three, they've been beaten just twice. They've beaten Athletic. They've beaten Betis. They lost to Atleti narrowly the week before, and then that Real Sociedad draw as well. I think they were pretty unfortunate to to have someone sent off at the time they did, but still managed to draw. So that's two results that have gone wrong against them. But I mean, they competed against the third and the fourth best team in La Liga, so that that's showing something. And meanwhile, Valladolid, um, just if you're looking at goal scorers, Kyle Larin, three out of his last four games, the Canadian is absolutely on fire and really finishing very well. Valladolid always play teams tight. They always play teams close. They're they're very competitive side um, and, and they rarely get beaten by, by many goals. But I think the Celta side is just on too good a form. You've got Gabri Vegas in very good form, the young kind of uh, attacking midfielder. You have Iago Aspas, obviously, but you've got now attacking options for Celta as well. Haris Seferovic has come in from Benfica during January window, during the January window even. Um, and uh, between him and Strand Larsen, you've got two big strikers that can kind of replace each other and act as battering rams for the likes of Aspas, for the likes of um, kind of the more creative midfielders around them to to work off. So, so yeah, I think this is going to be a tight game. I think it'll be hard fought again. Uh, but that Betis defeat last time out reminds you that Valladolid away from home still just have about seven points, I think it is. And before the away win against Real Sociedad, they'd only they'd only they were think they were in the bottom three for their away record. They really were quite poor away from home. So, so yeah, overall, Celta to win at minus one three six. You're not going to make masses of money on this, but I think it's a pretty solid bet just based on the form of these two teams. And overall, what we've seen from Valladolid away from home this season. Home went in the game between Celta and Valladolid. Carl Aaron, incidentally, plus 9.50 to score first, plus 4.20 to score at any time. Two of his three goals from off the bench, but I expect he will start as he did last week uh, for this one. Uh, Amarillo against Barcelona. Next up, we are recording ahead of Barcelona's return leg in the playoff game in the Europa League against Manchester United in England. This game is Sunday, 6.30, local 12.30, Eastern Amaria, big price, plus 600, Barcelona very short, uh, to minus 3.70, draw, uh, sorry, I beg your pardon, Barcelona minus 2.15, the draw is plus 3.70. Over and under market here, over two and a half goals is short at minus 150, under two and a half at plus 123. And a little like Real Madrid, some big games coming up because obviously uh, they are taking on uh, Real Madrid in the Cup and in the league over the course of the next few weeks. They will be hopeful to make it through to the last 16 of the Europa League, but it's not going to be different. It's not going to be easy, rather. Um, one thing I've noticed, just looking at some of the stats for Barcelona, when they have played in Europe this season, the Champions League previously in the Europa League, now their expected goals against figures are very high. I mean, are Barcelona wildly different in Europe than when they play in Spain because we've rattled off all the, the clean sheet stats for much of the season when it comes to Barcelona. But when it's Europe, it just doesn't happen. Admittedly, they were in a very tough Champions League group and Manchester United are going well in England. But do you see differences in the style of play when they play continental action this season, Rory? Yeah, I think what what the big difference is is that lately in this kind of 2023, which is kind of the current incarnation of Barcelona, I think there's a difference, there's a before and an after with the fit defenders as well, with Koundé and Araujo back. I think the difference is that Barcelona can defend without the ball pretty comfortably in La Liga. 
whereas they suffered a lot more in Europe without the ball. And, and part of that is the tempo, is the fact that you get more exhausted more easily and so you have to cover more ground. Um, but equally, we've only seen one game of them in Europe this season. And as much as I thought they were lucky to get a draw against United last Thursday, I think part of the reason was the fact that he switched uh, Araujo out to the right-hand side to try and deal with Rashford. Rashford then played through the middle, which totally torpedoed it. Marcos Alonso was in the middle as well. And Xavi, for some reason, loves Marcos Alonso, especially in Europe. I personally can't see the central defensive kind of attraction of him in a game like this. I don't think that'll happen again tonight. But is there a big difference between them and Europe? Yeah, I mean, the level's higher, the pace is quicker. Um, I think there's mitigating factors, but we are also... there. There's mitigating factors in terms of this Barcelona in Europe. I, I'm not sure. I think it's a bit early to make a judgment on how this Barcelona, in inverted commas, is kind of faring in Europe. And we'll see that tonight. But yeah, there is a there is a difference certainly between between the level and the and the strike forces that they have to face. Obviously, uh, we expect them to revert to La Liga type, though, uh, don't we? Uh, against Almeria, what's the bet here? Yep, Barcelona under three point five goals at plus one two eight. I will copy and paste my analysis from the last three weeks because it's more <laughs> or less been this bet or to win to nil. But uh, but I will make a few edits, and the, that those edits come in the form of Eric Garcia again. I think Ferran Torres will start this game. There'll be a bit of rotation ahead of El Clasico, which is next Thursday. So it's not it's not Wednesday or Tuesday. So they do have a little bit of time. But I think they will make a few changes. Equally, there's not too many changes they can make, as we kind of saw last weekend. Um, and I think uh, yeah, Almeria, there are no pushovers at home. I think this will be a tight game. I think it will be tricky I think it'll be a hard fought game they do score a lot of goals at home there is a lot a lot of goals in the games for Almeria at home but I think the fact that Almeria have lost their last couple games they've conceded nine goals in those games they got beaten two six two by Girona last week massive defeat there tends to be kind of a an evening out of that there tends to be right okay we're conceding loads of goals we need to focus on defense this week and just not get uh, thumped so I think that will factor into Ruby's mind, who's the Almeria manager. They've taken 81% of their points at home. They do tend to kind of, yeah, go to war and really kind of go at their opponents at home. Uh, they're fourth in goals scored at home and fifth in goals conceded, which I think is why the odds on this are so good, is because Almeria tend to have a lot of goals in their home games. And and so you tend to think that under 3.5 might be a tricky sort of uh, reach. And that is probably where you're going to get gonna lose on this bet if it if it does happen. But I just think that Barcelona in La Liga are so much more solid and so so much better defensively than the offenses that they're they're facing, as I was saying. And uh ultimately yeah Busquets will be back, Gavi will be back. So that that helps it'll be a fresh Gavi because he's not playing against United. Um and yeah I'm I'm just back in Barcelona here because I think as we've seen in recent weeks they tend to just get the job done. They might concede one here. I think it'll be tough and it is a bit of a kind of a potential banana skin. But ultimately, as we've seen in recent weeks, they do just get the job done in La Liga. Yeah, Barcelona with a professional display against Almeria. 15 of Barca's 19 La Liga wins have been under three and a half goals this season, plus plus 125 uh, for another. Um, Final preview i think this is bet of the weekend this is severe against osasuna it's sunday nine o'clock uh 3 p.m uh eastern nine o'clock local severe minus 110 osasuna plus 350 the draw 
plus 245 over and under mark two and a half goals plus 135 over minus 167 under big factor here i would imagine rory is the fact that osasuna uh play the first leg of their uh copper semi-final at home to athletic club next meet we've seen them previously in the run-up to these cup games maybe rest players or maybe not be quite uh at it and just explain to people how big a deal it would be for Osasuna to reach a, a cup final. Oh, it's massive. They've they've not been at a cup final since 2005 against Betis. They've never won the cup. So given the fact that they're kind of mid-table and probably just not going to make a kind of European race of it, all eyes on the cup. This is this is everything for them. And if they can get to the final or or even win it, then that's yeah, as big as it it's ever gotten for Osasuna. I mean, they did make the Champions League in the kind of 2010s more or 2004, I think it was. But but yeah, this is absolutely huge and it, it'd be uh, negligent not to factor that in slightly. From a Sevilla point of view, they're playing PSV on Thursday as well. Um, but where I think I've factored that in less to this analysis is the fact that they're 3-0 up and, and so they should be relatively comfortable. I'm sure PSV will give it a good go. And, and perhaps make Sevilla suffer. I mean, it's not Sevilla side that tends to do comfort um, for their fans. But but yeah, I do think they'll have enough to make it through that tie. And just looking at Osasuna away from home in 2023, they've really not come back in the same way that they were before the break. Um, they've they've struggled. I mean, they lost to Athletic um, and then they've had four draws since. But if you look at who those draws are against, well, sorry, they lost to L'Areal, but they drew Athletic and then Valladolid, Espanyol and Elche, their other three away draws. Those are all games that you kind of expect them to get at least one win out of. And I think it shows you that they're maybe struggling away from home a little bit more this year. And contrast that with Sevilla, who are absolutely on fire at home. They've won every single game at home in 2023. Um, I think the fact that it's Sunday night, nine o'clock under the lights, that makes a difference as well. Um, and yeah, it's just a severe side that's learning how to kind of have fun and, and play well again. And I think they're enjoying themselves. And so so that's that's quite a big factor for me. And I think uh, ultimately this will this will end up in a severe win at minus 110. That's where I'm going with it. Um, and, and yeah, it's 11, 11 goals they've scored and one goal they've conceded so far at home in 2023. So, so yeah, it's a side that is really sort of strong on their home form. And uh, yeah, I back them to continue that here. Yeah, minus 110, uh, nearly doubling your money for a Sevilla win at home. They're going well against the Narsasuna side, whose focus may well be elsewhere. Uh, we did inch a little bit more towards uh, the positive in the Handicappers League table. We are still minus, unfortunately, but minus 773. Just a little profit last week. Let's hope we get a little closer uh, to breaking even after this weekend's action. A reminder of the selections, uh, Sevilla to beat Osasuna minus 110. We like Barcelona to get the better of Almeria and under three and a half goals at plus 125. Celta against Valladolid going for a home win there at minus 136. In the Elche Real Betis game, which is on Friday night, we are Betis to win at minus 103. In the big game of the weekend, Rory, you can rattle off what we like in this. It's Real Madrid versus Atletico uh, Madrid. Huge game for both, obviously. What's the bet in the Madrid derby? It's over 1.5 goals and Atletico Madrid to have more cards. And I think uh, more yellow cards, that is. And that is at 
plus 130. And I think it's it's a decent enough bet and it saves you from Real Madrid uh, perhaps slipping up here. That's the big game of the weekend and plus money for our selection. That wraps it up for today. Rory, thanks for your company. Make sure you stay across all of our content via the Bet Rivers YouTube channel and obviously all of the podcasts as well, plus our Twitter feed, which is at Because We Win. Thanks for listening to Betting Weekly Extra Time on the Bet Rivers Network.